Hi, I'm Ryan, and this is Pete. Hello. Hello. Uh, for reasons beyond our control, we're unable to join you this week with our regular History Happened Everywhere, so we've gone ahead and recorded one for you in advance. So uh, sit back, enjoy, and uh, we'll catch you on our regular History Happened Everywhere very soon. History Happened Everywhere. A random country and a random time with a topic pulled from the hat. Then a week for one of us to dive into the internet to find out all we can. Welcome to... History Happened Everywhere. Out of office... So, uh, Pete, um, having a good time off on our little one-off podcast? Oh, yes, very much so. <laughs> having a lovely time. Uh, how, how's it been? Um, I have to be honest, there was one very significant challenge to this, so uh, I've had to do some clever thinking. Okay, well, uh, why don't we remind ourselves of what the country, the time period and the topic is? All right, let's look back. Okay, let's um, hit the doors later for our one-off show. Okay, let's start with the country. Okay, here it comes. And the country is... Bahamas. Oh, nice. I could look at pictures of islands for a week. Bahamas. I've never been. You've been to the Bahamas? I've not, no. I want to go to Bahamas. Uh, and the time period is... 400 to 500 AD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you love the old days. There'll be loads of stuff, I'm sure. Right? Bahamas in 400 AD. <laughs> All those Romans There's lying around. Roman Bahamas, we've all heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the topic. Maybe this will make it a bit easier for you. All right, here we go. And the topic is... Leisure. Yeah, that hasn't made it easier at all. No. Um, I'm going to say harder, if anything. Um, okay, well, there you go, Pete. You have got Bahamas in 400 to 500 AD, and your theme is leisure. You've got one week. I am on it. you've come prepared you're wearing your bermuda shorts and your yeah i had trouble parking shoes. my surfboard that was probably the biggest <laughs> challenge uh, <laughs> you can get that in the lift on the way up um no so bahamas let's talk bahamas shall we let's do it did you know where the bahamas are mm, caribbean? caribbean yes sir you are absolutely correct in caribbean. fact what i was surprised by was uh how near to America it is. Um, okay. So the, it's in the Caribbean. If you know, do you know where Florida is in America? The yes. sticky down bit on the right hand side? Yeah. Just 50 miles off the coast of Florida, you hit the, the Bahamas, the first of the islands. And it's a chain of islands that kind of spreads down, down into the right. Okay. Uh, and it's just above Cuba um, and the D Dominican Republic. So, sorry, how, how far from Florida? 50 miles. 50 miles? Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm guessing that the climate is pretty similar to Florida. Um, it's certainly sunny um, and quite hurricane-y, so yeah. yes, I suppose it's fairly similar. But I'm guessing white sands and that's not something necessarily I would associate with Florida, but then I've never been to Florida, so... Um, Miami Beach. Yeah, Miami Beach, of course, yeah. All right, fair enough. And um, what do you call it? Palm trees. Palm trees in Miami Beach. Think of that yeah, and you're yeah, yeah. Uh, in the right territory, I think. Okay. Um, these are 
slightly different though because they come from a different landmass, which we're going to cover a bit later. Um, but yeah, so between essentially between Cuba and Florida in mm-hmm. the Caribbean Sea, uh, they are thirteen thousand kilometers uh, squared. Mm-hmm. But there's there's over seven hundred islands. It's uh, it's it's difficult to describe how big it is because on the one hand. If you add up all the islands, it's not very big. Yeah. But on the other hand, it spreads quite a long way across the across the sea. It would have helped the longevity of history happened everywhere if each of those islands was not their own individual country rather than sort of grouping them would together. Have given us, it would have given the Dursalator a lot more to go on, <laughs> but uh, I would think I would have struggled with a lot of these very much uninhabited <laughs> tiny yeah. islands yeah, that are even uninhabited to this day, a lot of them. So yeah, okay. uh, there's not... Uh, <laughs> Probably not a lot to write. Do you reckon about. a lot of them are sort of owned by celebrities and rich people. Very good question, uh, which I will answer shortly. Uh, I will hold that question, <laughs> withhold that question for the time being. Um, so the islands are also known as Kays, which is a quite a specific type of island. I guess it's a low-lying island thing. Kays, K-A-Y, C-A-Y-S. So huh. in the same way as we have, I don't know, John's Island, it would be John's K. Right. Uh, it's like a just very low-lying um, island on a reef. Question. The Cayman Islands? Don't know. But that's C-A-Y, right? Yes, it is. It's spelled the same way. I don't know why it's called the Cayman Islands, though. Where are the Cayman Islands? Uh, they're somewhere around there, I think. I think they're another Caribbean oh. bolt hole okay. for the wealthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Bahamas were described by NASA astronaut Scott Kelly as the most beautiful place from space. Oh, really? Right. I guess they're laid out nicely, like a little chain of jewels in the Caribbean. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you... Yeah, I guess they must be big enough that you can see them, these islands. I mean, I'm imagining tiny little rocks, but uh, they vary. But yeah, some some are bigger than others. Obviously, you can see. I don't. You can't see 700 individual islands, but you can see the main the main masses. Yeah, imagine that. That you know, not only do you get to go to space, but you can come back and be quoted in a podcast about just how chill the Bahamas looks from space. I wonder if you're in space thinking, I'd rather be in the Bahamas right now. <laughs> because, yeah. uh, sipping on a Mai Tai in a capsule in space. Yeah. It's maybe not. Mind you, it's a dream of a lifetime for these guys, isn't it? I, I guess so. Space horrifies me, so I'm probably not the best judge of that. Fair enough. So much of it, it freaks me out. There is a lot of it. And yet there's none of it. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, we should put space in actually as a location to the Dursalator. I've been saying that since the start. Oh, it might be in there, actually. Did, we, did we put it in? I'm not sure. I hope so. Uh, anyway, good. sorry, I'm getting distracted now. 2000 BC and space will be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Largely <laughs> unchanged. Um, Population-wise, uh, 385,000 people. Okay. So that's somewhere between Leicester and Bradford. <laughs> uh, right, okay. And for our international listeners? Small. Small. A, a, a moderate-sized... Small city, large town, I would call it. Okay. Um, not a lot of people, I would call that. So that's the kind of geography. That's where it is, sitting in the sea, looking nice. Lots of uh, sun, sea and sand. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they drive on the left-hand side for yeah. reasons that will become clear. Uh, the people are known as the as Bajans. You're not Bohemian, you're Bajan. Uh, and can you name some famous Bajans? Uh, no, not one. Um, what if I told you Robin Fenty was a Bajan? I don't know who Robin Fenty is. What if I told you Robin Fenty is sometimes goes by the moniker Rihanna? Oh, see, I oh, I thought that was a man when you said Robin. Ah, you see, trick your gender bias there. Um, maybe something a bit more classic. Uh, Cigarfield Sobers, Gary um, Sobers. 
No, I don't. I don't know these people. He's arguably the world world's greatest cricket all rounder. Okay. Uh, he was born in Barbados. Uh, and here's one: if you didn't get those two, you're definitely not going to get. But I will get you there. Uh, Irving Burgey, also known as Lord Burgess. No, I, I don't know any of these people. He's, he is. You will. You will know this one. Ironically, this is the one you will know. Um, his mother was from Barbados. He was born in Brooklyn, actually. But uh, he's known as one of the greatest composers of Caribbean music. Okay. So let's try and see if we can spot one of his songs. Uh, he did the lyrics for the Barbados National Anthem. Have you heard of Kingston Market? Uh, no. Curry, goat and rice? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I'm going to give this one more try. All right. And I think I'm going to bring it home. All right. Deo, Deo, daylight come and you want to go home. Which is in Beetlejuice. And you've heard of, and we got you. I told you yeah. I'd get you there in the end. <laughs> That's great. He wrote that one. He did. Hello. This is the voice of the internet. It appears that Peter has malfunctioned. He has confused the island of Barbados with the country of this episode, which is the Bahamas. Barbados is the home of the Bayan people and is an island in the Caribbean over 2,000 miles away from the Bahamas. An example of the famous Bahamian is the actor Sidney Poitier. Thank you. So that's where we are. We're in the Bahamas. Uh, these are some famous Bajans. Um, but let's give me the when. The when is what made this particularly difficult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for 10 AD, uh, as we discussed previously in the topic of Portugal, was when Rome was sacked by the Visigoths. So we're talking about the end of Rome. Okay. Um, the Vandals were occupying Carthage, if you like your Vandals right. uh, history. I do. Um, and China, the Visigoths. Uh, the Visigoths and Vandals. That's a, uh, that's a band I'd listen to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, in China, there was a period known as the Sixteen Kingdoms, which is lots of little kingdoms. Just Sixteen of them. Exactly. <laughs> you know your stuff. Well done. <laughs> Uh, it was bad news for the Gupta Empire, and we mentioned them last time as well. So they were invaded and occupied by Huna peoples. So oh. empires around the world seem to be struggling at this time. Okay. Uh, in the Bahamas, though, uh, what was going on is um, uh, nothing, nothing at all. It's just sitting there completely uninhabited oh, really? uh, and waiting to be discovered. Okay. So it's quite... It's having a leisurely time. It is. Ha it is having a leisurely time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So as part of the crowbarring in of leisure, uh, you'll find I've had to do some things, which I will tell you about shortly. Uh, so let's try and tell you a bit more about the Bahamas. So at this time, nothing. It was just an yeah. island, uh, uninhabited. Uh, the first people actually arrived somewhere between the 800s and 1000 AD. These were the Taino people who came in from the Haiti and the Dominican Republic and yeah. Cuba. Okay. Uh, they came to be also be known as the Lucayan people. Uh, and about 30,000 of them uh, uh, were in the Bahamas when Christopher Columbus arrived. Ah. Um, on the 12th of October, 1492 specifically. Okay. Um, he landed on the island of Guanahani, mm -hmm. which he immediately renamed, as he was prone to doing, <laughs> to San Salvador Island. Yeah. Um, that was on his first visit. Um, then, I mean, imagine landing on the Bahamas, though, right? White sands and blue skies and palm trees swaying in a gentle breeze. Yeah, I mean, after, what, six or seven months of being at ocean amongst sweaty, smelly seamen? I suspect it, that they were pretty pleased to be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, so for, for all those reasons, also popular with pirates between sort of 1680s, early 1700s. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the pirates would hang around in the Bahamas quite frequently, including one Blackbeard. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Then less. Uh, so that's all the classic um, pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Pirates of the Caribbean, and exactly. There we are darting around, finding safe haven in these islands because obviously seven hundred islands. There's plenty of places to hide as well. Nooks and crannies to hide your gear. Exactly. Your stolen illicit gain. Quite so. Um, then Yar. in the 18th century, slavery to the Bahamas. <laughs> to the Bahamas <laughs> with you. I mean, it beats. Uh, they were quite democratic pirates, weren't they? They were sort of early really? forms of democracy. Very democratic. The captain was elected. Um, yeah, maybe to the Bahamas. We'll Where would pirates. you like to go? We'll do a pirate. <laughs> Let's, I'm just doing take the rest a vote. <laughs> okay, rest of the podcast in pirate voice. <laughs> Come on with you. <laughs> I'm not Carry on. Oh dear. Uh, so yes, from excitement of piracy down to the depression of slavery. Um, no, in the 18th century, a lot of Africans were brought to the Bahamas to, um, as one website had it work for free rather (laughs) understated it as far as i could see wow um that was some bold editing on the website's (laughs) part (laughs) how should i describe slavery can't help but feel you're soft soaping that somewhat (laughs) (laughs) um but as a result the descendants of slaves are now about 85 percent of the bahamian population wow okay uh it became a british territory and it actually only gained its independence from the united kingdom in 1973 Hmm. Uh, so that's kind of the potted history of the island, but we are going whack back, way back before Columbus, before the slaves, yeah. before the Taino people even, into there's nobody there. Cool. So that brings me to my challenge of leisure. Yeah, uh, how can you possibly do a podcast well, on leisure when there's no one there? I'm glad you asked. Uh, I've taken the simple uh, methodology of, I assume there will be time travel in the future, in the mode of um, <laughs> oh no, the Terminator. I've taken Terminator rules okay. uh, and said, as a Terminator-type time traveller, yeah. what could I do if I went back in time to the Bahamas 400, uh, 500? I love it. That's a, great, that's a great angle. So I, I can it. get there. I mm-hmm. can't bring anything. So Okay, so uh, just you. I have to Naked. enjoy my leisure in the Bahamas in this period. I'll admit... I'm a time traveller, so that's my yeah. <laughs> my contribution to tweaking the rules somewhat. But uh, my time travelling tourist is going to pop back uh, and they're going to enjoy some things. Okay. Come with me if you want to live. It, well, come with me if you want to live Leisure. a lovely life in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd have been allowed to finish that sentence, they wouldn't have had so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with island hopping. That's a classic activity, isn't it? So uh, the, yeah, there's over 700 islands, um, and basically these islands sit on a huge platforms of carbonates. These are super thick, um, super thick rock, basically, uh, in in um, on something called the Bahama Banks. And right. These are these are limestone reefs, and they stretch down about two miles to the ocean floor. So there's kind of towers of carbonate. Two miles. Yeah. So the the theory is that the it needs animals. It's like a reef. So a reef, you know, a reef is created by creatures. It's not y- a yes. rock. It's, so it's similar it's a to a living that. organism. Um, so animals needed to create these uh, these carbonate rocks. But the sea in the area is really poor in the nutrients that these creatures would need. Mm-hmm. So it may discover you to learn. It might discover you to learn. I'll try yeah. that again. It may surprise <laughs> in your you own to words. <laughs> in words you might actually use. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even what's written here. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> Literally not at all. <laughs> here, so, henceforth, uh, heretofore. Heretofore, here and after referred to as the sea banks. <laughs> so anyway, there's not enough nutrients in the sea for these creatures to have uh, done this, apparently. Okay. But some researchers from the University of Miami found that 
the, the 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 bacteria they found evidence for these bacteria but they didn't have enough iron to to do it with the local in from the local resources okay so where did the iron come from and the answer is actually can you guess can you guess whereabouts oh, in the world the me. iron that is required by these creatures to make these carbonate banks uh actually came from well uh, i mean i think this is a trick question so i reckon it's coming from really far away uh so they're very warm <laughs> uh all right where are they, where are they finding it i i think they're finding it from uh the mid mid pacific they're coming from the pacific you are not going far enough sir it's from iron rich sand and dust from the sahara desert i think wait what so central africa five thousand miles away the dust These... travels all the way over there to enable this uh, this activity to take place. To oh, I see. So what, like, the, uh, there might be, like, a dust storm in the Sahara. The, the sand all gets whipped up into the air, into the clouds. All the way across. All the way over in the jet stream. To the Caribbean. Rained down upon. Yeah. Into the sea, filters down. That's I, the theory. I thought you meant, where are these little creatures scrabbling to go and get it and oh, bring it back no no they're not that would be amazing <laughs> well that's, that's why when you said the desert i'm like that's the worst place for them to go to find <laughs> I'm, it but i'm and a sea was, creature <laughs> who was the first sea creature to discover it <laughs> gonna need some iron guys don't worry yeah. i'm going over there uh no, no it was the sand the sand that blew five i'm still amazed though that sand and dust can blow five thousand miles uh, yeah, well, yeah, it does. I mean, sometimes even here we get like um, you know, red skies and stuff that are filtered by the orange sands of the Sahara. Yeah, true. Uh, so it's just an interesting thought that when you're in the Bahamas on the islands, you're kind of in the Sahara Desert. Uh, yeah, I guess so. What, when you're lying on the sand? Yeah. I mean, this has been going for many, Ever. many long times. Yeah. Okay. Ever since, the, I guess, the Sahara was a desert. So that's why, so this this gives us these characteristic islands, though, which is they're, they're quite low, they're kind of reefy islands, they're not, you're not seeing lots of hills and valleys, it's all very flat um, and reasonably small islands, shallow beaches and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, so there are 500 islands that have got names on Wikipedia, I didn't go further than that because mm. I stopped at 500. <laughs> Can you name so, any of them? Uh, well, let me give you a few examples. Um, and a lot of them are called something K because we discussed yeah. K is a specific type of island. It's a low elevation, sandy island specifically on the surface of a coral reef. A coral reef. Okay. So that's what a K is. Um, so <laughs> the one I particularly like was Wadwick Wells K. Wadwick? <laughs> Wadwick. <laughs> Genuinely With wa- a W. Wadwick. Yeah. Wadwick. Oh. Um, there's TK, which I guess is where TK Max started. Or tea cakes. Um Big Joe Downer K. Big Joe Downer K. Big Joe Downer. I guess Big Joe was not a lot of fun. No. Um, there's New Providence. <laughs> That's the island where the capital, Nassau, is uh, found. I, I was going to say, I've heard of New Providence. Um, there's, I don't know why. I think it's a town in perhaps Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> That's probably why I've heard Possibly. of it. Possibly. It's a lifelong learning. Wherever yeah. you get your knowledge from, it all counts, right? Um there's some nice sounding ones. Conception Island and Cupid's K. They sounded pretty interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, Dead right, Man's K, Danger K and Cockroach K. Uh, perhaps a bit less so. Cockroach K. Cockroach K. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a warning to others, isn't it? Your pirates are coming in going, hmm, I mean, there's Cupid's a reason. Cupid's K or Cockroach K. <laughs> there's a reason why it's called Cockroach K, right? You can only imagine. Danger K is quite intriguing though, isn't it? Mm. Don't specify the danger. 
Yeah, I think that's the middle name, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I was quite intrigued by double-breasted K. Oh, double-breasted K. It was the style at the time, who knows? Mm. Um, frozen K seemed pretty unlikely, given the location, <laughs> but that's a real one. Yeah. Uh, there's a sum named after people, Margaret K, Leonard K. I was really hoping for a Peter K, but it yeah. did not come about, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> I was also intrigued by No Name K, which is like, was it was it called No Name K, or did it just have no name for long enough that it became its name? <laughs> no Name K. Right. That's great. Uh, these these are like boat names, aren't they? You know, like people could you know, do funny boat names to exactly. distinguish And them. I think that's when you've got 700 islands, you can afford to have some fun with it, can't you? And I guess this is originating from boat people. So, you know, they're probably using a very similar sort of sense of humour. Well, I think they start with the big ones and they go, ah, New Providence. And mm. then, like, yes, that's New Providence. That seems like a nice... And then as they get smaller and smaller, they like, I don't know, cockroach. <laughs> Let's just name it after the first thing you see. I, I would, <laughs> if I landed there, I would call it vacay. Vacay. Right? For my vacay. Nice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Ruddercut K isn't a particularly interesting name, but it's a private island with its own airstrip owned by David Copperfield. No way. Yeah, the illusionist David Copperfield. He made an island. island disappear, didn't he? At some he did. Point. It was, was now we know where it, it. Yeah. <laughs> it was there. <laughs> yeah, he never gave it back. He was just makes it disappear. He took it to his own little Bahaman. I can only imagine you get there. He's like, what's that behind your ear? It's a no trespassing sign. Get off my island. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um... So yeah, that's island hopping. Those are the islands. There's, there's tons more names. Um, those are the ones I found particularly fun and interesting. How are you getting from island to island, though? You're f- well, in 400 to 500 with no tools and nothing. Well, I'm assuming that uh, my resourceful time traveller was able to strip down some bark and tree and tree logs to make a raft to move from place to place. Right. So, I'm pretty sure this was you travelling. Not Now it's just suddenly a time traveller. It was always a time traveller, a resourceful time traveller. <laughs> if it was me, I am particularly resourceful. So yeah. frankly, I could whip you up a raft in no time. Yeah, true. Mm. I think more likely this is similar to uh, Castaway. You're going to be talking to a coconut. <laughs> me and my coconut. You leave my coconut out of this. <laughs> Harold! <laughs> yeah, that would be my luck, wouldn't it? I'm in a castaway situation. Instead of Wilson, I've got the guy out of Steptoe and Son. <laughs> what do you want now? <laughs> Harold! It's <laughs> the British version of Castaway. If that had been filmed here, it wouldn't have been a... A angry coconut angry with class coconut. issues. <laughs> <laughs> You're never getting off this island. <laughs> you filthy old coconut. <laughs> this is going to play well for our international oh, friends. Oh, they're going to love this. They'll... Um... Uh, what's it, what's YouTube's... The, American, the American version of Steptoe and Son was... Oh, did they do one? Yeah, it was a, a, a black uh, family. The Cosby Show? No, before that. It's older than that. Sanford and Son, I think it is. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's the American remake of Steptoe and Son, cool. which I cannot imagine working, but I've never seen. So, right, you're on your island. You're going to want to do some stuff. Um, so let's go swimming to start with. That's a very leisurely activity. Right, it's leisure, and there is sea, and you don't need anything, so that's helpful. Um 
uh, you've probably seen bits of the Bahamas uh, swimming uh, opportunities. Yeah. Uh, the films, the Bond films, Thunderball and Never Say Never Again, were both had for scenes filmed in the Bahamas. Very good. Um, one of which actually there was a place called Thunderball Grotto, mm. where they named it after this place after the the scene that they filmed. Nice. That makes sense. Uh, it's really good for diving and snorkeling, apparently. Yeah. And uh, was featured in an underwater fight scene in Thunderball. Cool. I think I can picture it in my mind. Lots of people in scuba gear all having someone like an will have a harpoon fight. gun for sure, right? Oh, easy, yeah. <laughs> and one of those like really slow motion punches that seems weirdly effective <laughs> and would be completely not. Yeah, you'd be like, well, what yeah. Are you <laughs> um, so alternative swimming places. How do you, Ryan, fancy yeah. a dip in Dean's Blue Hole? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'd give it a go. You I'm up for anything. You should do, because it's actually rather beautiful. Um, Dean's Blue Hole <laughs> is, apart from the fact I can't say that without <laughs> chuckling, um, is on Long Island. And it's the world's, some people think it's the deepest and some think it's the second deepest. And I didn't care too much to look into it to determine it. But it's basically a sinkhole in the sea. So, wow. you know, when you see pictures of like these sudden circular drops, yeah. it's one of them, but it's in the sea. So the blue of the sea... Um, Looks really it's it's amazing when you look at it. It looks like from above, it looks like a gigantic eye because right. the middle bit's really blue. Because that's what you and want. Then a gigantic the... eye staring at you <laughs> as you're swimming under. Over well, you it. When you're that close, it's only if you see it from aerial right. view kind of thing. It looks like a big eye, but um, it has the kind of sand, and then there's the blue in the middle. So it's it's really rather beautiful. I'm sure it is. That sounds terrifying. Frankly, I don't know what's in that dark blue and how deep it goes, and whether I'm going to get sucked down into. Oh, I can Dean's tell you how deep hole. it goes. It goes down 660 feet. <laughs> Oh, that's not as deep as I was thinking. I thought it was going to be like a mile or something. No, no, it's um. There's still stuff down there that I don't want to be it's swimming above. It's it's a great place for swimming though, apparently, because it's um it's kind of sheltered, so it's not yeah. there's not lots of tides or anything. Obviously, it's just like swimming in a big well almost. It's a my, cave essentially. My thalassophobia is kicking in just talking about this. Yeah, well, it's you probably don't want to enter the vertical blue annual free diving competition that takes place there. Then uh, it's unlikely. No, um, I can hold my breath for two minutes though. Well, then you'd be How fine long can for, you hold your breath for? Uh, last time I tried, I not very long at all. It was like a minute. <laughs> I did that thing where on TV someone had a, a bit where they were swimming. And I was like, I'll see if I can hold my right. breath. And it was very unimpressive indeed. Yeah, I was watching a David Blaine thing recently where he was holding his breath and he held his breath for, I don't know, four weeks, something. It <laughs> <laughs> was a long time. <laughs> it was an extraordinarily long time. And you did the first two minutes of that? I gave it a go, yeah. And then I was like... <sighs> I'm like David Blaine. You are two <laughs> two minutes worth of David Blaine, yeah. I would say. Um, this I, is a magician-heavy podcast. It is, isn't which it? for Bahamas in 400. Who knew? Who I knew? didn't put magic as a section, yeah. funnily enough. Um, so the other thing that I thought was interesting about the Dean's Blue Hole yeah. is you get this uh, phenomenon, which is a, a sand fall. Because okay. the, there's this kind of circular lip of a, as it goes down into the cave. Uh, when there's stuff going on on the beach, sand trickles over the edge and okay. drops down. So you see these pictures of this, it's, it's sort of a reverse waterfall. It's in no water, way. but it's landfall, if you like. Wow, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. That quite feels amazing. like that should be a pub quiz question or something. Where would you find a landfall, like a waterfall? I, I fancy ourselves as being the only people to get any question right wherein the answer is <laughs> Dean's Blue Hole. <laughs> but that sounds like a pub quiz name. Like our team name. That is not a terrible idea, actually. Yeah. Let's take that for the next round. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to Dean. <laughs> our friend Dean, yeah. Um, 
so yeah this is basically just a big underwater cave really great for swimming um oh there's lots of cave diving near bahamas because this this um uh platform of um what's it not silicates carbonites <laughs> yeah exactly i don't um, think it's carbonite that's what han solo was frozen in, <laughs> in star wars <laughs> Uh, in similar to the limestone caves that you get on land, it's the same thing. These kind of erode, and you create you get caves, but they're underwater caves. In the case of uh, the Bahamas, okay. So super popular with cave divers. Mm. Um, also, it helps that the Bahamas um, sea levels rose quite a lot, so there were land caves that were created that then were submerged. Okay, so you, the, our time traveller is having a little swim. He 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 can swim down into the sinkhole, have a little look do, around the caves. Yeah, can do a bit of free diving. Can't do subaqua because they no, haven't no. got their equipment. No, but uh, yeah, you can swim around looking at fishes and that's uh, kind of cool. Generally having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a bit lonely swimming on your own. So what are you going to swim with? So sharks. Try <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly that you're bringing sharks into this. Well, I let's can feel let's it try. Coming. Famously, Ryan, which which creatures do people tourists in particular enjoy swimming with? Uh, dolphins, pigs. Wait, what? Uh, yes, Pig Beach is on major city. Oh, sorry, big major K. Uh, it's got it's an <laughs> island with about fifty or sixty pigs that swim in the sea, and tourists come to this island wow. to swim with the pigs. <laughs> are they are they native to the island, or were they brought uh, by no, the No, so I am cheating here. These these okay. wouldn't have been here for our time traveller. So oh. I cheated a little just to mention the swimming with pigs. Um, no, it's cool though. But uh, I thought swimming it was with pigs. It merited a detour, didn't it? Um, pigs are super smart. Yeah, no one's actually in agreement as to how these pigs got there. Some people think they were released specifically to attract tourists. Some think they were there from when sailors no dropped them that. off. Who's who's sitting around going the tourist board going? You know what we should do? We should release pigs. I'd, I'd have been. At, I'd love to have been at that meeting. I've got an idea, guys. <laughs> so what? You've we need more tourists. Well, what have we got? We've got <laughs> we've got beautiful sea. We've got the best cave diving mm. in the world. We've got fantastic wildlife. We've got weather you wouldn't believe. Swimming pigs, though. <laughs> Farmer John sat at the back going, yeah. oh, I've got an idea. Wait, there's nothing, nothing you listed there that they haven't got over in Costa Rica. Or nothing Cuba. to do with your excess of pigs, is, is it, John? No. I, do you know anyone? Who's your pig guy? <laughs> so anyway, yes, yeah, so you won't be swimming. Our tourists won't be swimming with pigs. But if you were to find yourself there, uh, you would have that opportunity. All right. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Pete. Hey, mate, you're not going to believe this. What's that? We just got an email from mm-hmm. the Bahamas Tourist Board. No way. Cool. Uh, they must have loved the podcast or something because they want us to do a jingle for their rappers. <laughs> awesome. Right? Right. What do we have to do? Well, um, do you know that song Kokomo by the Beach Boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego, baby. Yeah, that's yeah, the that one, one yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, they want us to do that. Awesome. Well, we just did it. We did, didn't we? Nice. Well, I'll just send them that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, no. Sorry, I've misread the email. Um, they want us to keep that tune, but they've, they've got some new limits. They want to make it more inclusive and representative of the islands. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. More modern song. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the, the, all of the islands, or some of the islands of the of, of the Bahamas. So I'll, I'll send it over. Sure. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. It's come through. All right. All right. Should we... Should we... Wait. What... These are the new lyrics. Well, I mean, it's what they've sent through, I guess. So it's, all right, well, should we give it a go? go? Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, on three? On three. 
three, two, one. Conception and Cupid, come on, let's get stupid. Non-Jack K and TK, places where we can play. And Dead Man's and Danger, also Big Joe Downer. And Cockroach and Frozen are the ones we've chosen. This is horrible. Why would they? This is never going to work. But as you said, dolphins, there are also dolphins you can swim with. So our tourists will be able to do this. I did dolphin bothering once myself in Mauritius. Uh, I mean, I don't like the use of the term dolphin bothering. <laughs> That's not cool. Because <laughs> that implies something other level of interaction with a dolphin that we shouldn't be talking about on this podcast. Well, it's... um. It wasn't formally entitled Dolphin Bothering. It's just that's what it felt like. Okay. As all these boats descended on a little bay and the dolphins are sh- yeah. leaping around. Doing their own thing. And then everyone would leap off the boat to try and see dolphins underwater. But right. it may surprise you to learn that dolphins are substantially better swimmers than people. So mm. what actually happened was you would drive <laughs> towards a pod of dolphins. Uh, then you would leap into the water. And by the time you oriented yourself, yeah. there was nothing there because the dolphins had long gone. Uh, right. <laughs> Can you do a dolphin impression? Hello, I'm a dolphin. Can you do <laughs> it? that? Yeah. No, patently not. <laughs> Can you? It felt like an intro to your no, successful no, I dolphin no, impersonation. No, I know. It, I, I thought that the minute I said it. But no, I'm trying to think. In my head, I could hear it. I don't think I can... I <laughs> sound more like a small child. <laughs> they sort of do a... <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of owls Mickey now. <laughs> hey, Pluto. Uh, what's that, Flipper? <laughs> no, I'm not getting anything. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, um, yeah, so you can see um, some dolphins. Now, there are other things you can, you can, uh, <laughs> you can swim with. Um, I got this from a website, another brilliantly named website. This was, in all capitals, the ultimate marine life checklist to spot in the Bahamas. Okay. Number one. Yeah. Fish. Well, yeah. Sort of feels like they're not trying there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think you'd see if you went diving in the Bahamas? Right. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really go into much more detail Just than that. <laughs> so, unfortunately, there were other websites and there's some other things we learned about fish. But um, they've got turtles, which are beautiful and delicious, as we know. Yeah. Um, and there are sharks as well. How do we know that they're delicious? That implies that we've eaten turtle, which I haven't eaten. Um, I was being flippant. flippant. I've never eaten a turtle. I don't, I don't like the idea of eating a turtle. They're too cool looking. Right. Mm. Don't eat cool looking animals. I only eat the ugly. Right. Exactly. They deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Get pretty or die <laughs> if you didn't have the good sense to evolve big eyes and right? a sad demeanor then that's evolution come on <laughs> oh we're gonna get letters All right um and sharks yes there's a caribbean reef shark yeah i see if you're spotting anything spot a shark that's yeah. one to be keeping an eye out for you might be distracted by all the fish that are mm. present though um They've got uh, oceanic white tip sharks, tiger sharks, hammerhead sharks, bull sharks. They're all scary named sharks, aren't they? Bull, tiger, hammerhead. Well, the tiger and the bull, they're, they're ones to watch out for, right? right? Has um, anyone ever been killed by a hammerhead shark? You know, I mean, when they were looking at sharks for jaws, right? Great white was top of the list. They weren't like, let's go with that, the, the hammerhead. I think the problem is the hammerhead looks too comical. I mean, you might die laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've still got a really powerful set of jaws, right? Like they'll—I don't know. I mean, we need to look this up. They seem to be like bottom feeding 
sharks. They just got. They, in my guess, I can't get past the crazy head. I, mean, I think they I use the head you, to you scan, scan me with that head. <laughs> they use the head to sort of scan the the sand, right? And I'm sure I've seen David Attenborough has shown this many times. I'm sure with his electrical impulse. I guess detector, right? And then it's like rah, 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 when it finds something that's right. hidden in the sand, something smaller. But it, I, I'm going to say nobody's been eaten by a hammerhead shark. Hello, this is the voice of the internet. According to the International Shark File, there have only been 17 known attacks on humans by hammerhead sharks since the 14th century. No human fatalities have ever been recorded. Thank you. Um. <clears throat> so yes, you can swim. Look at all these amazing creatures. So um, you might get tired of being in the sea, though, as a as a time traveller. So you might want to go bird watching. You can go bird watching. Okay. Uh, and the national bird of the Bahamas is the flamingo. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, I can see that. I, I associate flamingos, I guess, with Miami and um, Florida, right? And uh, so only fifty miles away. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you're in the you're in the right territory. Yeah. So flamingo. I've got a few flamingo facts for you. Mm. Flamingo fact number one. I'll make it a flamingo quiz, actually. Why do flamingos stand on one leg? Um, why do flamingos stand on one leg? It sounds like a Christmas cracker joke, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. But it is a question. Um, what's a funny response to that? <laughs> uh, because they would... They're hopping mad? <laughs> The actual answer is we're not entirely sure. The the best theory at the moment is that they it's heat conservation. So there's only losing heat through one leg if they keep one of their legs up. Um, I mean the water's warm though, right? We're talking about the Bahamas. It can't be it's not like yeah, standing in the Atlantic. Needs to be a bit, but it wicks heat away, doesn't it? So unless it's actually warmer than your body heat, you will lose body heat quickly standing in water. So. I guess so. Um next question. Why are flamingos pink? Uh oh, because they eat shrimp and shrimp are pink? Exactly so. They're, okay. They're I born, thought that was a trick question. No, for a no, minute. that was a straight, straight question. Um, they're born grey or white and they turn pink in the first few years of their, uh, of their life. Yeah. Um, it's come from, as you say, the, it's from alpha and beta carotenoid uh, pigments in the, in the shrimp that they eat. Right. So in the zoo, they get fed artificial supplements yeah. to give them their pink colour. Nice. Um, and you can do it too. If you eat too much beta carotene, so carrots, yeah, you can go orange. Oh, uh, that that feels not true. Carotenemia. Carotenemia. People genuinely have turned orange. Yeah, it happens eating. to children quite not frequently, but uh, it's not unusual. I mean, how much of your carrots you got to be eating to turn orange? Um, I don't know, but I'm guessing a hell of a lot. Yeah. Technical term. Yeah. I, I hear there's a, a a president of the United States that eats a lot of carrots. Exactly. He must be munching on them all day long. <laughs> um, yes, it's, it's apparently not massively harmful. Though, so. But if you do find yourself dipping orange, then don't worry about it too much. But that's just related to certain foods or all foods? Yeah, beta carotene. So not anything that's orange, but carrot particularly. Okay. Um, and... Uh, the uh oh, what are we talking about flamingos yes flamingos yeah. um flamingos i've got one more flamingo fact for you uh-huh. uh they're filter feeders so they don't just munch with that beak they kind of scoop up water in the beak and then they sieve the water out to catch all the little creatures inside the water uh, which is what whales do yes like a baleen whale or similar mm. um so yes that's the the flamingo facts imagine round. having a sieve in your mouth <laughs> yeah, eating, a, eating a burger and then just like sieving out all the the paper that's it's wrapped around it i think we could train 
uh, flamingos to pan for gold. That's a great idea. That's, I think they've missed a trick there. Yeah. I've got a bath. <laughs> keep a couple in that. The, the flamingo, nature's sieve. Nature's sieve. <laughs> um, so uh, there was some other bird stuff, but they, the birds are boring. Okay. Let's go mountain climbing. All right. Um, are there Ma- mountains? Mount Alvernia is the highest point on the island of the Bahamas. I mean, okay, so that's a that's a genuine surprise. I did not know there were mountains in the Bahamas. Well, let me disappoint you. Um, it's 63 metres tall. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So is this that thing where technically it's a mountain because it hits a certain height? Uh, no, I think they've just called it Mount Alvernia. It is known locally as Como Hill. It's clearly not a mountain at all. I think they just wanted a mountain, so they right. wanted it hard enough. 63 metres doesn't classify my head as a mountain, but it might do. So you know how high St. Paul's Cathedral is? Yes. Yeah, half that. Then no. <laughs> no, they can't have that. Um, it's about four-fifths of the height of a giant sequoia, so not as tall as a tree. Right. Sequoia is a giant redwoods yes. in California. Um, yeah, no. I mean, then, a tall tree, but still a tree, right? Big trees. <laughs> if someone said this mountain is not as tall as that tree, I would okay. begin to doubt the validity of that mountain. So as a, as a leisure trip, you might take a little afternoon stroll up it. It's strolling up Como Hill. It's not climbing Mount Vernia, is it? No. Mount Alvernia. You ever seen that film, um, the man who, this Hugh Grant film, the man who walked up a hill and came down a mountain? I did. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting some follow-up. Nope. That would be more challenging to do that with Mount Alvernia because in the film, they're like a metre short. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Mount Alvernia or Como Hill, they're going to have to bring like about 200 metres of soil <laughs> to actually build a mountain so, pretty much from scratch. So in the film, yeah, they bring soil, don't they? Yeah, they or carry is, out, they bring some, enough stuff to... To make just, it just over just the amount. tip it over the, the, the last metre. Right. As a, the Bahamas remake is a much bigger challenge <laughs> as they try and make an entire mountain really from sea level up. Yeah, especially if you're waiting for the sand to come from the uh, Sahara. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Could be the next cool runnings. Mm. The... The Bohemian who went up a hill and came down a mountain. Mm. Hollywood, take note. Take note. Um, so they, you're going to want actually to s- monitor podcasts looking for ideas. Oh, good, yeah. So I expect uh, our listeners to tell us when uh, they hear about this film being made so we can get our greenlit. big Hollywood bucks. Okay, you're going to want a souvenir, aren't you? <laughs> that's from not the film that's ever going to get a reboot. <laughs> the man who walked up a hill and came down a mountain. You don't know. You don't know. They <laughs> remake things. Starring The Rock. <laughs> In a world gone mad. <laughs> CG mountains all over the place. Right, I'm anyway, telling you. Right, we, we are really straying. <laughs> Tell me some more leisure stuff. Uh, leisure, right. So you're going to want, you've gone on a holiday, so you're going to want a souvenir, aren't you? Definitely. So a very popular souvenir from the area is, a, you know, a conch. Yeah, seashell. Yeah, the big seashell conch. That comes from a queen. That's a queen conch. Yeah. Very big one. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk mollusks. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you know the shell. It's a load the, of mollusks. The, <laughs> it's the bounty bar ad, you know, horn out of a shell type. Classic paradise shell. Uh, it's also useful if you're trying to establish democracy on an island of feral school children. Okay. I, I think of conch shells as being some form of communication too, blowing in it and it making a. That's what noise. you always think of it. Is that a thing? Going, with a conch, right? Yeah, I, don't, with a conch. I actually don't know. Um, 
I okay. mostly know it from I've got the conch from uh, Lord of the Flies. Ah, of course, yes. The Island of Feral School Children. Who wrote that? <sighs> Sorry, this is going to bother me now. Yeah. Fact check. The Flies. <laughs> That's ah, annoying. That's I want to say Priestley, but I know it's not Priestley. No. Hello. This is the voice of the internet. Lord of the Flies was written by British novelist, playwright and poet William Golding. Published in 1954, this was his first and most famous novel. Thank you. Anyway, I've got the conch. Um, <clears throat> so, Lobatus gigas um, is the Latin name. One of the largest mollusks, mollusks native to the Caribbean Sea. Um, it's not endangered, but it's a bit threatened due to over th- overfishing. But we're in the past, so there's loads of them. So it's fine. Great. Probably huge ones as well. Because like, no yeah, one's they there. Been bothered, no one's, have they? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, interesting, well, interesting isk mollusk fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, this beautiful shell's got, you know, it's got that sort of flared lip. Yeah. That's the sign that flares in, uh, adulthood. So a, ch- a child or teenage, uh, mollusk would have just a flat bit there. It wouldn't flare yeah. out like that. <laughs> so the, the shell is beautiful. I, I'm, I'm right. It is beautiful. Uh, but the creature is absolutely <laughs> terrifying it's nightmare fuel it's all tentacles and so imagine a snail have you seen the film the thing i have seen the film the yeah thing. so now if you imagine a very large snail yeah that's been taken over by the thing what? and has contributed loads of extra tentacles and oh. extruding podules. is it a crustacean then rather no you it's said a mollusk, mollusk but it's got like it's tentacles and stuff yeah but they don't have they're tentacles. not full-on tentacles they're like it's protruding bits okay um so yes go go and pick yourself up a, a queen conch um, and you might want to go fishing. You're going to want to eat while you're out there as well, aren't you? Yeah. Um, so we've established that there are fish. Uh, bonefish is a, a popular fish out there, or bonefish fishing is popular. Although they doesn't called, sound very tasty. Well, no, indeed, they're, they're called bonefish apparently because they've got loads of little bones, which makes eating them really difficult. So mm. apparently, when you go bonefish fishing, you don't tend to keep and eat the fish because right. it's more trouble than it's worth. Um, Lucky fish. How about that. Yeah, I mean, you can go reef fishing because obviously there's lots of reefs. Um, there's the yellowtail snapper, grouper, mackerel, bunch of fish. Yeah, <laughs> bunch of fish. Uh, I'm just going to name fish for the and rest is, of the And show. is our time traveller able to catch these fish? Um, or are these deep sea? There's so some you go sort of wading out into the reef and then yeah. you can fish sort of, you fish in the sort of the ground level or different levels of the reef apparently. Yeah. Um, if you were to be really bold, you could build yourself a raft and try some try and pick yourself a marlin. But <laughs> it's probably a little bit ambitious for our time traveller. So I think our, our time traveller will stick with a bit of a yeah. local uh, fish you could just whip out of the water with a deft flick of the wrist. Makes sense. Uh, so um, then having done all these things, our time traveller will say, well, what a wonderful holiday I've had. Mm. And they will return to the future to say, well, that that was fun. That was the Bahamas in 400 to 500 AD. Yeah. Wow. So they'll return with sunburn and... and a tale to tell. A tale to tell. <laughs> amazing. That was amazing. That was really good. Um, I really enjoyed that one, Pete. So well done. Thank you very much. Um, this was History Happened Everywhere Out, Out of, of Office. office. Uh, because uh, we're unable to do our regularly scheduled podcast this week. Probably that uh, yachting trip with the supermodels that we had planned. (laughs) 
normal service resumes next week. Um, Pete, I just wanted to say thank you again for a really fascinating trip into the Bahamas. It's been a pleasure, Ryan. And uh, next time, can I have somewhere and somewhere where there are some people? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think you've done great with with animals and and time travellers. I think that was awesome. Uh, Okay. uh, Just a reminder, if you've enjoyed this show, you might want to check out our website at hhepodcast.com or you can talk to us um, on email at hhepodcast at gmail.com. I think a theme is emerging here. It's yep. HHE podcast, isn't it, Ron? It is. And across all of our social media, apart from a few, um, it's HHE podcast. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You've been listening to... History happened everywhere. everywhere. Out of office.